0: Apple presents events at the Apple Store. All right, let's give it up for our afternoon's guest moderator, Nigel Smith. Hi, everyone. So I'm here to moderate an awesome panel for the film called The Overnight, which screens tonight at the Tribeca Film Festival. Um, to give you guys all an idea of what the film's about, we actually have a trailer for you, so
1: please give it a watch. If you're
2: uncomfortable, and you don't have to do anything you don't want to.
0: Okay. Hello, you new around here?
3: We just um, moved here from Seattle. Well,
0: welcome. Thank you. Wow, Max has really taken a shine to your boy. Tonight is our regular pizza night. We could turn it into a welcome in the neighborhood get together. Huh. It could be fun. Going to Whole Foods <laughs> now, any dietary restrictions? I don't think Screw so. Screw it. You guys, I'm so excited.
4: Yay! All
0: right. for having us Thank in you. your beautiful home. Be Thank <laughs> you. Why don't we put the kids to bed upstairs and continue down here? Oh, Give me 20 minutes, and I will give you parental bliss. What's this? It's a uh, Photography Zone. You know you've got a really great look. Anybody ever tell you No. Fabulous actress.
3: Now, really? That is oh, cool. yeah. I
1: mean, I hope you're not going to be disappointed.
3: Fasten your seatbelts.
1: There are things that I do in my bedroom that no one needs to know about.
3: Oh, my God. I think we've reached that point in the evening where we should leave before anything crazy happens.
2: I'm so goddamn proud of you right now. is going on here.
4: You want to go home, honey? No, I want to stay here forever. This is California. Maybe this is what dinner parties are like.
0: So please welcome to the stage the writer and director of Overnight, Patrick Bryce. And next up, we have his producer, Naomi Scott. And also, please welcome two stars of the film, Taylor Schilling and Judith Godrech. Welcome, everyone. How's it going? So you screened tonight. You haven't screened yet at Tribeca, correct?
4: Right. Tonight okay. at nine fifteen, I think. Awesome, yeah. awesome! It's
0: a good night film. I, ho- I yeah, I hope think so. <laughs> Did it screen at night at Sundance as well, where it first
4: premiered? Uh, yeah. Was it? It was around the same time. No, no, it wasn't. It was in the afternoon. Oh, it was in the, the afternoon. Three right? right. o'clock. Yeah. All right. So people were awesome. coming out blinded and yeah. discombobulated.
0: <laughs> now Taylor, you weren't able to attend the premiere at Sundance, correct? Because no. you were in a play. Yeah, I was in a play. Here.
3: Mm-hmm. Which I was very happy to be doing, yeah. but I really miss being with everybody at Sundance.
0: So how excited are you to be here at Tribeca with oh, this I'm film?
3: Oh, I'm thrilled. It's so fun to have this day with these goofballs, <laughs> just to kind of mess around. It's been really fun.
0: Okay. So I know the trailer kind of gave everyone a taste for what the film's about, but how about in your own words, since you also wrote the screenplay for this film, give everyone kind of a sense of what it's about?
4: Yeah, it's um, about these two couples uh, who uh, end up meeting each other kind of out of the blue. And uh, one of the couples is Taylor and uh, Adam Scott, and they've just moved to Los Angeles and are struggling to kind of make friends. And they run into Jason Schwartzman at uh, a park, and uh, their kids are playing together, and uh, Jason invites them over for kind of an impromptu evening. Uh, and then the film is essentially what happens over the next uh, 24 hours, as they kind of have this <laughs> crazy night together. Yeah, a lot happens, of which I won't give away, but a lot's
0: been already revealed in the reviews because yeah. there's a few uh, pretty, uh, pretty mentionable scenes that yeah. happen. Um, so I, I see that you're married. I see a ring Yes. On your hand. <laughs>
2: I have to ask. Um, well, done, well done,
0: Patrick. Um, yeah, well, that's not why I brought that up. But <laughs> I brought that up because I just want
4: to know how personally inspired was this this story. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, without getting too deep. Yeah, yeah. Besi- I mean, like, you know, from from a, you know, from a. Looking at it from from far away, it was, you know, a lot of inspiration came from my personal life. You know, I've been with my wife for 10 years now. It's our 10-year anniversary in September, and we've been married for three years. Hey, thanks. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, you know, I think when you're in a relationship that lasts that long, you end up you know, being in a relationship with like three or four different people at different stages. You know, looking back, we were kids when we first met each other, you know. So um, I think, you know, in, in, in terms of how that relates to this movie, I think, you know, what the, the, the you know, Taylor and Adam's characters are going through is they've reached this stage in their relationship where things are cool for the most part uh, on the surface, but there are some things that maybe they haven't acknowledged yet uh, that need to be dealt with, yeah. Um, and so the movie is kind of them being forced uh, to deal with it on this on this one occasion. What did your wife make of the concept when she first so my, heard that you were going to be writing this? My my well, when I when I was first writing it, she was like, "Okay, sounds great." And then she read the script and she's like, "There's no way you're making this movie," because <laughs> uh, on the script, you know, this stuff reads as pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, And I think, you know, it was once we got in, you know, once I was able to get some notable people, you know, involved and, you know, she's, she's super supportive and lets me kind of do whatever I want to do. So, you know, she's, she's great. She loves the movie. Yeah. Well, it's hard not to.
0: Um, Interestingly enough, Naomi, you're, you've also been married for 10 years.
2: Been married for 10. To
0: Adam Scott, one of the stars of the film who unfortunately can't be here today. Um, This
2: is like his favorite place in the world, so he's very bummed not to be in the office store. What's he up to now? He's in New Zealand shooting a movie. Oh, well,
0: that's a good excuse.
2: Yeah. (laughs) New Zealand, Kiwi. I just got back. It's beautiful.
0: Oh, wow. So, you know, obviously you put all your full support behind this film. This is your first film as a feature film producer. You come from the comedy world, having worked on Jimmy Kimmel and many other things. Um, What chiefly appealed to you um, about this project, you know, as, as a woman who's also been married for 10 years, did you, did you relate to it on some level?
2: Funny enough, <laughs> we did. Adam and I had been looking for, we had been doing, producing television before, and so we were looking for the, our first feature, and Mark Duplass, who's a friend of Patrick's and ours, um, said, you have to read the script, and I think that you guys should do this together. And Adam and I independently read it and both secretly really wanted to do it, but we're scared to tell the other one that we wanted to do it just because of the content and the situations that we imagine we might be in. Yeah. Um, But I think ultimately we just knew that this was a story we both related to. We've been together for a while, but also in any relationship, whether it's a marriage or otherwise, you're, you're always given an opportunity to kind of reinvent yourself when you meet new people so when you have kids in particular you have you have preschool and new families and elementary school and all these different park playdates and you it's not something obviously that we'd entertain it just it's an opportunity to say who am I now and has this experience changed me and so that was really interesting it's also brutally funny yeah script so I loved the that Patrick was able to walk that fine line between tone that is very rare to do, so I was thrilled. Did
0: the experience of making it with Adam change the two of you in any way, the bond that you have?
2: I mean, I think it, because it was so fun working with all of these guys and with Jason, uh, we also had another married couple on set. We, our DP, John Glusarian, is married to our production designer, Teresa Glusarian. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And so we, it, was, it felt like a great boot camp, um, of sorts and we couples had boot camp. couples boot camp but it was it, I think if anything it just made us proud that we got to work with these great people and pulled it off and you know we shot the movie in 11 days so Wow it was pretty challenging yeah I think if anything we were just excited to be a part of it
0: and for Taylor and Judith what did you make of the material when you first came across the screenplay I mean I haven't seen a comedy like this and I can't remember when <laughs> um, did you feel the same way when you first read
2: it
3: yeah, well, I mean, I th- I think I'm like a bit of a catastrophist, like I'm a, a bit of a catastrophizer at heart. I mean, so I I read it and it was there was a part of me that was like, I, I can see this going very, very far, yeah, off the deep end, <laughs> and um, I and I was once I was able to speak with, and at the same token, I was laughing out loud when I read the script, so I was really taken with it, and um, but chatting with Mark and then when um, I met Patrick, I was really, um, I was enamored with both of them and specifically the way that Patrick talked a lot about um, taking moment to moment scene work and real character development and marrying it with this kind of broader, raunchier stuff that was happening. And I, and I think we've talked about this before and has been mentioned before, but that is, that's something that's rare marrying those two things and um, that got me really excited. I was really excited about the idea of playing this less like a comedy and really like people who are kind of knee deep in a situation or neck deep in a situation that they don't really know how they got into and how to get out of and really just are trying to survive, find their balance. Yeah.
1: It was exciting.
3: How
0: about you, Judith?
1: Well, first of all, I read the script as and you know as a cinema lover. I was just reading the script and I was like, "Oh my god, like I'm am I'm, 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 do a lot of comedies in France and I was like this is one of the best script, uh, you know, comedy script that I've ever read." And I was reading it as if I was not really going to play in it. I was just laughing. (laughs) I was not even like thinking of myself in it or like, what should I do? I was just like, I want to be in this just because it's so good. And it's pretty funny because, you know, I was, I read the script like two years. I was, um, I was given the script like almost two years before, you know, we shot it. And, um, Mark Duplass gave it to me because we wanted to work together. And, and then I met Patrick. But it's funny because a few, like maybe a month before we we're about to shoot, I reread the script. And then I was like, oh my God, do I really have to do that? I totally forgot. Like, oh shit, I have to be naked? I should work out. Like, I have to be like all those American actresses that are working out. Like, I have to get into this. Like, you know, and then it was like, oh yes, I have to show my pussy. Really? You know? I mean, was just I was just like I wanted to be in the movie just because it was so good but I, I kind of like didn't really put myself into how crazy it was gonna yeah. be and also what it involved from me <laughs> as an open-minded actor you know to to be this and it's also really interesting because you know. I live in Los Angeles, it's been a year, and I moved to the States, and like there's such a stereotype about the French, <laughs> <What? laughs> <laughs> so there's so such so a stereotype, like French women, they, you know, it's like, yeah, people would come to me and be like, so right, if you're married and you're cheating on your husband, it doesn't, it's not called cheating in France, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, uh, yes, is, <laughs> you're, you know, I know you're French, but you shouldn't do, I mean, it's so anyway I was thinking the the role is is not a stereotype but you know there's a lot of Frenchness into it and we justify a lot of situation where I'm saying I'm French and that's why I'm doing this and so I like the idea of playing with the you know the stereotype stereotype. and like yeah the fantasy of the French women
0: yeah okay now while you expose all of you in the film um, Adam Scott and Jason Schwartzman do they really expose all of them? Because there is a scene that's been written up. I'm not really giving away any spoilers. It's been covered a lot ever since the Sundance premiere because there's no way not to broach this subject, but there is a full frontal lengthy scene. Yep. But their, can I say this on it? I don't know, their bushes look very prominent. Yes. Okay? And um, I'm just, are they
4: prosthetic? Are they real? Are you willing to this go is, there? This is—I know this has been answered previously, so and I will—you know—this is another poor, poor Adam can't be here to, to defend himself. Defend himself <laughs> but they are absolutely prosthetics, okay? And uh, okay. they were a lot of fun to conceive, yeah. And uh, and uh, we had some great. Prosthetic elves make them. Uh, they, actually, the company that made them is the same company that did the prosthetics on the Butler. So I don't think you guys no. remember wow. the prosthetic dicks in the Butler. Uh, no, I can't recall that. Uh, that was the same company. And so, and, so, and I know i talked about this before, but my like my first like professional interaction with Naomi was Mark Duplass, Naomi, and Adam and I all emailing penis <laughs> examples to each other. Real and life like, ones, and, Well, yeah. Yeah, right. no, just like Googling penis and <laughs> oh, sending, <laughs> you know, our take on what's big and what's small, which seemed to differ between.
2: <laughs> I, had a, um, I had different opinions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: but, you know, I, going into this, I knew that, like, I wanted this movie to have, I knew I wanted to have more male nudity than fem- i mean there isn't any really real yeah. you know much female nudity in the movie but it's i i wanted it to be like <laughs> <laughs> Who's, who's keeping track? You know. Uh, well,
0: there's one female, two right, male. I right. guess no, no, no. That's his map. I, I just, I knew <laughs> I wanted, I real. wanted
4: it to have an obscene amount of male nudity. Yeah. That's was a consideration. Yeah. A well, God difficult. bless you for that.
1: <laughs>
0: um, well, about the male nudity, um, you know,
4: as a producer, I just love
1: the idea that no one has seen the film. Have you seen the movie? Has
4: anybody seen the <laughs> movie? Oh, you've oh, seen okay. it. Because
1: I just imagine myself sitting there and being like, "What is this film about? <laughs> <laughs> like prosthetics, nudity?" Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, no, that's you. all I own to no. say. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a producer, I'm just, I'm just, um, I'm perplexed because you know, as a, you must have been no doubt a little terrified going into this that your film was going to feature so much nudity because of the rating system. I mean, you feature a penis mm-hmm. in your movie, and it's gu- guaranteed to get an NC seventeen rating. That's right. just the mm-hmm. way things work. How did you kind of
2: well uh, work with I'm that? giving Google a lot of airtime here? I mean, we did a we did our research beforehand and. We knew that there were certain states of of male frontal nudity that could be photographed. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, that would be acceptable, or yeah. at least we thought. We also did a lot of coverage, so we knew we wanted that shot. Um, I'm not going to spoil exactly what the yeah. shot is, but we knew we wanted it, but we also, you know, Patrick and I scheduled the movie together. We didn't have a first AD, so we also... Were that had that role as well, so we just kind of scheduled things and always made sure we had coverage on everything in case we would have an issue. Okay. But, um,
4: but we got an R rating. We got an R. Wow. So. This yeah. week we found that out, Hard so amazing. that's that's good. We don't have to cut the movie or anything. Go America. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go
2: America. <laughs> it's true. And advances. No violence. <laughs> I, I feel like
4: we were right on the edge, though. You <laughs> yeah. know, like, but I'm pleased
0: that they they went for it. Um, As Taylor said, you know, the film is so much more than a sex comedy. I mean, that's not what I took away from it. There's hardly any sex in the film, actually, apart from some stuff that happens that I won't give away. But um, it's really just about relationships and uh, it digs quite deep into, you know, where relationships can go and what it's like to be in a long-term one. Um, Can you talk about that aspect and whether the fact that it was labeled at Sundance by so many critics as a sex comedy irked any of you in any kind of way?
4: Well, I, mean, I, I knew that was coming, you know, and I knew that because, you know, the film has all all these, you know, all the elements of a sex comedy in it, that that was going to be the case, but, you know, I, I, going into this, I, I, I knew, you know, uh, I, I wanted it, I, I want, I, you know, throughout the movie, I wanted to subvert expectations, right, and so one of those being that you know, normally when you see movies that are labeled as sex comedies, it's the characters in the film that are being objectified. And I wanted to make a movie that deals with sex that doesn't do that. That you know makes the characters real and 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 that you actually you know can feel empathy for them. You know, um, and uh, you know, like I was I was actually I remembered I was talking to Judith last night and she was talking about how um, you know you know people are calling it a swingers comedy too, but it's also like the the characters in the movie aren't necessarily swingers. Yeah, you know, right. it's just this this thing that happens this one night. So, you know, I I I like it. I mean, it's fine that it you know, and it works for you know people to put labels on it. But I I like it that in reality it's this, you know, uh, different thing. I don't know what to call it. Yeah. You know? Um. I mean, it's it's really just like an amalgamation of all the stuff I like in cinema and what I felt like you know writing about at the time so. okay and this was shot in 11 days correct yeah
2: nine i thought it
4: was
0: 12. maybe
2: 11 12. Yeah. 11 12 okay 11 so and very half. quick oh pace
0: you know it's a full feature film taylor you're used to shooting fast on something like orange is the new black are they comparable in any way the two kind of shooting styles or how would uh, you compare them i don't
3: really think so i don't really think so i think that there, even you know even though we moved really quickly on this on this film there was such a we were all so familiar with the script and so eager to tell the specific story and um, really able to talk about the scenes so w- with such depth and clarity. And um, it's a different experience for me, um, making something that has a really defin- definitive beginning, middle and end uh, versus sort of the broader scope of episodic television wherein the the beginning and the end is much more nebulous. I mean, that exists within the episode, but yeah. the arc of the character isn't sort of drawn out. And um, so it's a, it's a very different experience on my end. So, you know, we're, we're, we're certainly shooting quickly, but these people are living much more, uh, it's just, are very present for yeah. all of us.
0: So we're going to open it up to the audience for uh, any questions you might have, please raise your hand. We have mics on either end. Hi, uh, this question is for Judith. Um, My favorite film was probably uh, L'Auberge Espagnol. and I was wondering if you could talk about working in uh, American cinema versus French cinema.
1: Well, it's really funny that you're talking about L'Auberge espagnol, because I felt there was actually a a real similarity between the two roles. So you're going to like this. (laughs) Um, well, you know, I guess that working on an indie movie, I mean, I would say that America is about extremes. It's very interesting. Like, I did big American movies, I mean, and, and this one, and, you know, indie films. And I have to say that an indie movie in France is a small film, but I've never done such a small film, you know, which, which was amazing. But I think, you know, an indie American film is like a French film. You know, kind of like we are always kind of indie when we're doing, you know, f- author's films. Like La l'auberge Espagnol was a super small film, super small crew, a lot of improv too. So it's very similar, basically. Um, you know, it's, it's so, I mean, and then when you do a studio movie, it's like something I've never experienced in France, you know, the whole. M- machine that is provided, like the old you know, those, it's like it's an industry which I've never had such a feeling in France really that I was part of an industry. I was always felt like I was doing my job in a more artisanal way. But indie American films are like very close to like just French films. And this guy has the most amazing culture in the world. Like this guy knows every single film in the world. Like it's it's like working with a French director. <laughs>
3: Hey guys, um, my question's for Taylor. Um, I wanna know, when you read the script, what made you say, I wanna do this? Like, What made you interested in this character? Um, I was really interested, the this, this script was written in a way that each character really, to me, felt like there was, a, there was pretty clear emotional logic for them. That there was a, that Emily, my character, was discovering something about herself Facing something about herself and her relationship that she wasn't sure she wanted to, and in the end, coming out on the other side of that, is there. There's like a redemptive quality to it. I mean, her. She's. There's. Um. There's a real. There's real growth, and I. I'm curious about that. I like. I like that. I like kind of seeing somebody sort of. Go through something and come out on the other side different, than they were at the beginning. Um, an arc, if you will. That was also a joke. That, so. um, but that's helpful. That's helpful. And then it was really interesting. It was really interesting, you know, in speaking with Patrick that there, you know, that there was, there was space for that. That, like, we were going to, like, honor that in the film. Um, so, you know, and I think it's always one of those things. It's like, what does something touch you in that moment for whatever reason in your life? the thing that you're reading at that moment in your life sort of lines up and it feels really right and then the people feel right yeah
4: well having seen the movie uh i thought it was one of the funniest films i've seen in a long time so having said um one of the things i thought was really great about it was that it really wasn't a, a sex comedy in the same gross out film way we think of it and that it was really about this like you said, an arc, this kind of interesting evolution. I'd like to hear about how you developed the script, and I'd like to hear about how you guys, as the actors, um, contributed to that. Because it's really in such yeah. a short little period of time, this one little weekend and all, you you see a, a whole evolution in these characters. Yeah. Well, I, you know, that's something that I was taking into huge consideration. Is you know, this film takes place in 24 hours, so there's only a certain amount of emotional growth or an art that can occur in that amount of time with a character and so I really wanted it to be you know believable and and, uh, you know seemingly small these issues that are going on but um, uh, in terms of the script you know we had a we had a we had a we had a set script but every day the actors and I would get together and go through the sides and we would read through the lines and if something wasn't working or if something didn't feel true emotionally or right or if it was something that was you know affected by a scene that we'd previously shot we would just we would just change the script and we would you know it was so nice being able to have my actors there to so we could all work together and I mean you know when you're in a situation like this and you're under the gun time wise it just helps to have really smart egoless people to be working with who you know i like, I, I, I'm, I'm only as good as the people I'm working with. So, you know, I, I, I don't know how to make stuff that isn't a collaboration. I feel like, you know, film is the most collaborative art that exists, so um, it was, it, that part that part was, a, that part was a dream. I know it seems scary, you know, because you have everyone there and we're ready to go, we're ready to shoot, what are you gonna shoot? And we're making that decision immediately. But, um, you know, everyone was just so focused that it became this very fluid, experience don't uh, you know how it was for you guys with that but
3: yeah I, I, well, I like kind of like I was saying before um, there there was something so beautiful to me about you know and relatable about the idea of having a having a connection with someone and really wanting that connection to work but for whatever reason there's a misstep between Alex and Emily and there's a there's something there's something that's not quite working and not quite clicking and they haven't yet been given the opportunity, or had the courage, as of yet, to look at that, look at that dynamic within their relationship. And for whatever reason, this night gives them the gives them the impetus to do that. And um, and in in the in the end, changes I think changes both of them and changes their relationship. And I loved that thread that ran through the movie of facing the truth, accepting yourself, accepting your um, your partner, uh, trying something new, can really lead to like a lot of expansion and a lot of um, like a, a more positive experience. And I thought that was just so sweet and sort of provided such a nice underbelly for kind of the more, you know, funny and broad and raunchy parts of the movie. It just really, there, there was a real point counterpoint to the tone, which is a testament to the writing, I think.
1: Well, you know, I think that my character, in a way, was very mysterious. When I mean, when I read it and we were trying to find a way to kind of like, not def- I mean, she's kind of defined. Very often in life, you're defined by what you do, or you know, you, the the actions, the decisions you take. And she's not really taking any decisions. And you feel like she's following your, her husband, which is Jason Schwartzman. And so I feel that you know what was interesting for me is to try to like adapt myself to him and to the the, the couple we are, and 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 try to show her weakness because my character in the beginning of the movie is supposed to be, everything is supposed to be so great and amazing and so happy. But I, th- I think she is maybe the, the, the less happy character. I mean, this, she has, there's something about her that is kind of like sad, which, you know, this is what we kind of like try to show, but in a subtle way. So, I don't know if I answered the question that mm-hmm. I did.
4: Hi. Um, first, I just want to say, Taylor, I saw you in a month in a country, and you were great, but... Um... Oh,
3: thank you for coming.
4: Mm-hmm. No problem. Um, and Patrick, our, questions for, our question is for you. I wanted to know if, like, what kind of made you lean towards the more crazy aspects? I'm seeing it tonight, so all I'm going off of is interviews and then the trailer. And then she wanted to know if you can incorporate, like, what, ac-
3: what other directors or writers kind of influenced you as well?
4: Yeah. Um... I guess you know the, I, the the movie really is just like just like all all the things I love put together. You know, in terms of like like I love like big broad comedies. I, I love them. I, I'll go see whatever big comedy is happening. You know, in the movie theater, and so you know, uh, you know, it was a chance to to play and to have fun with that stuff. But it was also a chance to like you know explore. Uh, tone and, you know, play with, 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 with colors and, you know, the cinema, the cinematography in the movie I'm really proud of because we were, you know, we, like I said, we only had 12 days, so there's not a lot of time to, you know, deal with, like, lighting and, and picking cool shots and stuff, so, you know, we really, I, I had a lot of meetings with my DP beforehand, uh, and we watched a lot of movies. We watched Itu e Tambien. Uh, and the beat, my heart skipped because we were thinking a lot about, you know, uh, having having handheld cameras, but having hand, the handheld camera feel intentional, you know. Um, and then in some of the crazier sequences in the movie, you'll see there's like, you know, we're playing with like like black light and co- you know big broad colors and stuff. Um, and you know, I just wanted that to kind of create a heightened sense of reality the first filmmaker I fell in love with was David Lynch actually he's my he, I just love him to death and I still do and uh you know I, I love like vim vendors and I, I love Godard. and you know I, I like I like a lot of like serious directors for sure but also and you know Paul Tom Sanderson and stuff but like I never like sought out to you know try to make movies like those guys I mean I, 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 I like the idea of just knowing, knowing the tools that I have and, um, and trying to, you know, use them to the best of my ability, basically. I don't, I, in, in terms of being influenced by people, like, it's, I would say it only goes as far as influence. It's, you know, so, yeah. Well, thank you so much,
0: everyone, and have a great premiere tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you. guys. Thank
1: you. coming.